they say, I don't fast. Oh, I'm kind of praying. Yes. I'm doing my best, but I can do better. Or um, I read a little bit. I say, don't talk to me no more. Go do that stuff. And then come back to me when you're done doing that. And I, I know it sounds rude, but I'm going to rewrite you back to that because that's where it all begins. That's where it all begins. Hey, I'm Amani. And this is Elijah. And this is the Deeper Waters Podcast by Pascana's Bros. Diving right into the waters right here. <laughs> so essentially, we are here to give some sort of Gen Z Bible study, you could say, where we are here as Gen Zers, and we are here to come to you and bring God's word. We are Gen Zers. We were, we're, we're told off that we're stupid, and we might just be validating <laughs> that point right now. But anyways, going into what we were looking at earlier, we're just trying to follow that same call to be fishers of people, or what we believe, disciples. Simply, you could call us Piscatas, Rose. What does Piscata mean? If you actually look at it, Piscato is the Spanish word for fish. And we wanted to create a name for being disciple makers, being fishers of men, and fishy dudes did not sound good. <laughs> There's a difference between fishing as a lifestyle and fishing as a hobby. And when you're living to be a disciple maker, you're pushing yourself, but when you push yourself so much, sometimes you'll you'll eventually get to that state where you, where you just start doing it. Because what, what, what would really happen if we, if we were wrong? Nothing. But if we were wrong in the other way, man, what, what, what would that life be like? 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 Welcome back, guys. So we're super excited for this new episode. We've never done one of these before. It's going to be a guest episode, and we're excited to see what you guys think about it. Yeah, so this is, like you said, this is our first ever interview. I don't know if we were going to call them angler interviews, professional fishers, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> but I'm very excited about our very first guest. Um, so uh, Annalise Delgado, if you want to introduce yourself real quick. Yes, right hi now. everyone. I'm Annalise Delgado. Um, some of you guys might know me as Miss Delgado on Instagram, social media, and everything like that. Um, and I'm super honored, super pri- privileged to be here and everything. And yeah, I'm excited to share whatever the boys want to ask. Yes, yes. So basically, the plan for this very first episode, interview episode, is to kind of go into her ministry a little bit, give a little backstory, and then see how you can learn to be a better disciple from there. So before we even get into any of that, I do want to ask you, is there any Bible topic that has been on your mind recently? Anything that's just been popping up? Anything that God's just been telling you in this time right now? Bible topic? That's a good question, honestly. Um, I would have to say the biggest thing has been, and I know we're going to talk about this, is two things. Number one is unity, being unified and working together because we can't accomplish anything as a church unless we're unified. And we always talk about revival and stuff, but revival is not out there. It starts in the church, it starts with us. In order for that to take place, we need to be unified. And there's a lot of division that is trying to disrupt, especially in our churches. And we seem stagnant, we seem like we're stunted, but we can't grow from there. So the only time that we're able to accomplish that is if we're unified. So unity has been a really big um, thing on my mind. And another thing is discipleship and personal relationship you know, really connecting with the people that we're trying to win, you know, and connecting obviously amongst ourselves and discipling one another and mentorship, that kind of thing, you know, but it all, again, falls onto the backbone of unity. So that's been like the biggest thing about it. That's so awesome. Those are two really great topics. For one, discipleship, you're on the right podcast because that's all we ever want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. Lo- we love to hear that. We love to see that. But also, I really like how you mentioned unity, especially in a time like this, we've the church the point uh, one of satan's biggest weapons he has against the church is to try to divide because anything divided cannot stand and it's interesting that you said that because all these camps especially and all these big events that we've had and even small events at our church locally i feel like there's been not only a shift but also a lot of topics that have been on unity so Mm -hmm. it's interesting how that's not just in ohio or in our city but like just Mm -hmm. nationwide how we feel an urgency for unity especially since we want to divide over different political topics over different nations even just all sorts of different things to divide when all god wants us to do is to be united in spirit and in truth 
Exactly. Just moving on from there, I want to ask you, what is the story of Miss Delgado? What is the story of Sister Anne <laughs> Just give us the a quick backstory. If you want to give a testimony or just tell us the life story of Mrs. Delgado, we'd love to Dang. hear it. Yes. Life story of Miss Delgado. That's a whole that's a whole series right there, boy. <laughs> For real. People have even told me they're like, Annalise, you should make like a whole show about your life. <laughs> but um I would have to say biggest like like well the shortest condensed uh, version of like my testimony and everything like that is I'm a pastor's kid. So I grew up in church, everything like that. Um, but just because you grew up in church and I'm sure a lot of um, people that are listening to this can relate. Just because you grew up in church does not give you an automatic ticket to salvation. Amen. You have to have that personal um, encounter with God yourself. And so um, I grew up in church and everything. But when I was about 13, 14 years old, I went through a really rebellious stage. Didn't want anything to do with God. And what's crazy is I remember in high school, there's a day in high school, I literally told someone because they were like, dang, Annalise, like you you just act up. You're this, that, you're a whole pastor's kid and stuff like that. Like, are you going to like leave church or anything? And I said, guarantee by the time I'm 18, I'm out. And it's like jokes on me. I'm almost 20. And like, <laughs> we already know like what God's been doing wow. and stuff. And it's just like, God has a sense of humor for sure. And he's snatching <laughs> back up. But um, yeah, 13, 14 years old. So I was freshman in high school. That's when I was like, you know, very rebellious. Didn't want anything to do with church, things like that. And, um, but it was that summer when I was transferring schools. So my freshman year to my sophomore year, I transferred different high schools. And, um, that summer I went to a, um, senior camp for Western district, Western district senior camp. And I just went for friends. I just went cause I was like, okay, my friends are going, it'll be cool. But the Lord touched your girl. Like I just, God, he totally just broke me down and he said, you're going to a new school. He said, either you carry the same reputation you had at this old school or you go to this new school. I didn't know anyone there. So he said, or you go to this new school and you have a whole new reputation to the point where people from your old school don't even recognize you. And I was like, God, I, was like, I don't really care what it takes. I said, but that's what I'll do. I want to be a completely different person. And the rest is history. And it just kind of unfolded. That's when I started getting into music. The whole music thing is fairly new. I started singing about when I was 15. Um, and Bible quizzing is a huge part of my life as well. That's a whole other story, but I quizzed from 12 to 14 years old. Then I quit, but then God called me back. So I started quizzing, uh, 17 and I finished out, you know, 18 years old. Um, so I'm heavily involved in Bible quizzing and, um, the whole Monday melodies, Wednesdays in the word that the whole social media thing in general, that's fairly new. That started during the pandemic because I just wanted to pass time. And so that was when the two week shutdown came. And I was like, what am I going to do for two weeks? Like, I don't know. So for fun, I was just like, let me go on Instagram Live. So I went on IG Live and people were asking me to sing and I was not prepared. So I was like, okay, next Monday, I'll um, do another Instagram Live. And so then my brother, Caleb, he heard about it. He said, hey, Annalise, uh, you want me to hop on the piano and we go live together? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. And I said, um, I had people comment um, song suggestions. And when they did that, we had so many. I was like, bro, we got to do like a whole IGTV series because we can't do all these songs. And so then I said, we'll just do it. We'll call it Monday Melodies. And so me and him, you know, we just we just hopped on the piano and I would sing. It's very simple. And then he got into videography and he said, Annalise, let's actually make music videos. And I was like, OK, for sure, let's do it. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and just became something where I was like, oh, my gosh, I never thought it would be like this and touch different people in different countries too because I um, would sing in Spanish and everything and then Wednesdays in the Word I wanted to do that because I just didn't want to do music I wanted to be teaching and stuff because I knew I needed to exercise more of a gift of speaking and not just be like because music obviously it's powerful and stuff but it, it sometimes songs can be used just for entertainment and so for some people it'll hit them Others, they're just like, oh, I just want to watch it because the video is tight. That's good. You know, That's good. and I felt like if I didn't do some type of teaching or devotional, it might bleed into that where it just becomes routine of entertainment. And so I wanted to do Wednesdays in the Word to accompany that as well. And um, just doing different devotions. And yeah, so now I do episodes less frequently 
because, um, you know, really busy, that college life. I know y'all relate to that. So I do less episodes frequently, but it's just, it's definitely the same passion into everything. Um, so I just do it as needed or I do it like every other month, that kind of thing. Or if I'm less busy, I'll do it every other week. That kind of thing. So, yeah. That is a, that's a great story. I mean, you you might, that might just be enough to make a movie. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that is, that's amazing. Wow. Yes. That's powerful. Now, one thing I didn't notice too was like you said you had a rebellious phase. I definitely had one of those. And it's crazy too, because I was in the middle of like P7 and everything. And Elijah did it with me, but like, I didn't talk to him too much at that time, but I've talked retrospectively about it. But it's just like, I think it's also interesting how like, especially like, I feel like the more involved you are in church when you're younger, the more mm-hmm. rebellious you want to be when you're like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's yeah. just a trend. It happens, yeah. I mean, everybody goes through a test, but I feel like there's a difference between like a test and like just mm. going through that rebellious phase, like that well, enticement yeah. Yeah. to be rebellious. And, you know, if you if you make it through that phase, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty hard to for your faith <laughs> right. to be shaken after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, another thing I like that you said was when you talked about moving and like reshaping your reputation i know that um from experience too like just move like just moving away from home not even necessarily Mm. moving schools but like that is an opportunity that like i know i've heard it said that you have seasons and then you also have opportunities in those seasons so like you went into a different season but you could have taken everything with you but you Mm. took that opportunity in a new season to change yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely can vouch for that. And moving all the way from Ohio to California, it's been a lot easier for me to just change exactly who I was. And it was really easy to make a different retrospective on who I was. Uh, but yeah, that's, that is amazing. Um, for our, for our next question, you kind of went into it a little bit, but we really want to know, kind of maybe go more in detail on what is your true passion? What, what would you say your true passion and burden is in ministry? Yeah. True passion. My true passion is, it's going to sound basic, but I'll expound on it. True passion is to just reach souls, seriously. Um, because mm, yeah. I was, what what we don't realize is how many people we really touch um, and in the ways that we can touch them. Um, for example, when I was in, um, when I was on campus at school last year, I was taking a painting class and I was not like super good or whatever. But um, I loved that class. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was very relaxing and everything. And I enjoyed going to that class, even if I wasn't the best. Um, but I would walk in and my teacher, every time he would see me, he would, he didn't say it creepy because like, this is going to sound creepy if I say it, but he was nice and he wasn't doing it in a weird way. But he was like, I just love your smile. He said, he would sometimes stop class and be like, y'all just need to be like this girl. He said, she always comes in with a smile, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And like, he would keep on saying it. And he's like, seriously, there's something different about you. And I'm like, brother, that's the Holy Ghost. But like, that something that simple would really brighten his day out of thousands of students that stood out to him. And it's just like, we can touch people in different ways that we don't even know. Um, somebody, um, what else? A, a girl that I hadn't connected with in, from elementary school. I hadn't seen her in 10 years. But we finally reconnected on Instagram. And when we were in elementary school, I went to school with her from kindergarten to fifth grade. And I remember back then, like, she was obviously not a Christian and stuff like that. And when we reconnected on social media during our high school days, I was like, okay, this girl definitely doesn't want guy, you know, just partying and stuff like that. And I ran into her sometime in October. And, uh, yeah, October of last year. And I thought that was her. I was like, that's not her because I hadn't seen her in 10 years. And it turned out that was her. So, you know, stopped her in the shop and everything. And she was with her boyfriend. And she slapped her boyfriend. And she said, babe, this is the girl. And he's like, are you serious? And then I'm like, what are they talking about? And she said, I just got done talking to my boyfriend about you because we watch all of your Monday melodies and Wednesdays and the words. And I was like, what? You? And I was freaking wow. out because it's like, you would have never, I would have never known mm. that someone from elementary school was keeping up to date on all my stuff yeah, or anything crazy. like wow. that. And he pranked her because she wants to come to my church and she wants to get the Holy Ghost and everything. Like, if you would have told me this back, back when amazing. I was in fifth grade, like, what in the world? So just reaching souls, but yeah. reaching people that you never thought you could reach. 
Mm. And Man, um, understanding, powerful. like getting back to the basics mm-hmm. of that. That's definitely the truth of passion. So whatever route that takes, whether it's through music, whether it's through devotion, whether it's through friendship or things like that, or just um, general passing by, going about your daily life and just being there for somebody that needs you. That's what it's all about. That's what I really believe. Yes. I I like how you said, like your passion is, that's that's what needs to be everybody's passion. Like, and unfortunately, that isn't what everybody is. And I, I even noticed when you were telling your story, when you said, like, yes, the music is nice. And yes, it's mm-hmm. nice that I'm doing this as a part of my ministry. And of course, there's plenty of ways you can minister. But you yeah. also were like, hey, I want to make sure they're getting more than just a show. Like, yeah, I actually care about you guys. I want to see you guys grow and not just listen yeah. to me or look at me. But no, let's look at you now. Let, how can we help you grow? How can I edify mm-hmm. you in the spirit? I really, yeah. we just need to live our lives as disciple makers. And I know this is like Absolutely. our whole premise mm-hmm. of this show. I know yes, when, when God called his, called his, he called people to be disciples, but like, there's not, we hear about the fivefold ministry, you know, some people are called to teach, preach, whatever, or maybe do more than one thing. But one thing that we all are called to do, and there's no debate, is to be a disciple. And that's in the way that you live. And mm-hmm. we could see that was true with you when you were talking about somebody all the way back from elementary. It's still a seed so because you are focused on living for God. And that doesn't mean you're just out here praying all the time and all that stuff. Yeah. But because you have God continually on your mind and you wanted to live a lifestyle of a disciple, even though you didn't always do it, we all go through our, our different phases. Yeah. But since you've changed, like, and that might be a testimony too. The fact that you've changed from those ways and they were like, this is the chick that we thought was leaving the church and now she's on fire more than ever. What yeah. happened here? Mm-hmm. It's just the demonstration of God and his power. So Amen. I definitely love to hear that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just continuing on. I know there's another ministry that you do on top of all this. Uh, I believe it started last year. What was it? Uh, the mm-hmm. upper zoom. Can you tell us a little yes. bit about that? How that came about? <laughs> I love that name, by the way, just upper zoom. Like, hey, look, just... I will not take, <laughs> I'm not taking credit for that. Shout out to charity steak. My girl, Ooh. she named it. Listen, we're going to have her on here, too, eventually. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Those prayer meetings were so powerful. I wish I could have been there Mm, last year. mm. It's like, this this is necessary. I've never... I've been on Zoom calls all throughout quarantine, but that was something different Haven't we all? Oh, my God. Just the group of young people. Like, there wasn't anything Mm. extravagant about it. Like, it wasn't like a whole church service or anything. Like, it was just prayer. And it's just like the way I felt God in my dorm room and it's like not that like i've prayed in the holy spirit in my dorm room before but it's just like just that group there's power in that but Mm -hmm. i definitely want to hear about how that came about uh Mm -hmm. the group whatever all that so you can go ahead yeah for sure um upper zoom my goodness so the way it started was last year um september well it was august at the time when i heard the message my church we fast every wednesday um and so we were watching preaching that Wednesday and I watched a preaching from Brother Josh Herring. I don't remember the name of the message exactly, but it was a message all about fasting. And um, he was talking about not necessarily fasting makes God do anything. However, it does show God you're serious about something, especially when you're fasting for something specific. And so at the time he was talking about we need to fast, not necessarily for the pandemic to go away, but for us to learn how to approach the pandemic. And how and what change exactly does he want? Do, does he want to take place? Because let's prepare ourselves for that. If that means for it to go completely away, then let it go away. Let it heal our land, all that stuff. Or if that's for us to engage more into revival, even with it still being amongst us, let it be so. But fasting for that purpose. And so when he was talking about that in my spirit, I had no idea my parents were planning this. But in my mind, I said, I want to do a 21 day fast in September. September 1st to the 21st. And I was like, and I want to do it on social media and get some of my friends to do it with me. And so as soon as the message ended, I looked at my parents and I told them, and they're like, our church was going to call a 21 day fast, September 1st to the 21st. And I was like, well, would you guys be okay if I like branch off and do my own thing? I said, I'll stay like in conjunction with you guys, but I want to put on something a little bit separate for my people out there. And they said, do what you want to do. Like, go ahead. And I was like, all right, for sure. So I introduced it as a Wednesdays in the Word episode. 
and I called it the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, I called my message the fourth quarter, and I talked about how, you know, if a team is losing or they're realistic basketball, for example, if a team is down and everything like that, they can still come back in the fourth quarter. Just because you enter the fourth quarter losing does not mean that you're going to lose the game. The biggest comebacks sometimes were in the fourth quarter. And so I was like, I want to call it that. And we're actually entering the fourth quarter of the year because September marks the last four months of the year. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, that's good analogy. Boom, that's the message. So I said, okay, so we begin the fourth quarter of the year to signify we don't have to go out losing in 2020, showing that we can come out with a victory. I said, this is the fourth quarter challenge. We're going to fast this day and that. And um, September 1st to the 21st, I didn't know what exactly we are going to do. I was just like, yeah, we're going to have Zoom meetings and all that stuff. Like, we'll figure it out as we go along. Because I was thinking it was going to be, my goal was 20 people to join, 10, 15, 20 people. I was like, it's probably going to be my faithful friends, and that's just about it. And so the first day, about 15 people joined, and I was stoked. I was like, oh, my gosh, 15 people joined my fasting challenge. This is crazy. And then I decided to do a push on that Sunday. And um, I did it. I posted it on my story. I was like, hey, let's get to 20. So we got to 20 really fast. I was like, let's get to 30. We got to 30 and so forth. And then people started sharing the video like crazy and just a bunch of people just started to join and it hit 130 something. And I freaked out. I was like, what in the world? That's insane. So that was crazy. And I was going to do it by myself. And I was like, I can't do this alone. Like 130 something people. I'm like, I was not planning for this. What do I do? So then um, I reached out to um, about five, seven other people. And um, I said, I had about five, I think it was five girls and two boys for the leaders. These were not even my closest friends. These were people that I just was like, okay, this person's really cool. I like them. Let's see. You know what I mean? Um, Some of them, I had a better relationship than others. Not like the relationship was ever bad, but like a closer relationship than others. But these were not my people as in like, I didn't choose my best friends. I did that on purpose my best friends at the time but it's funny because now those people are like my best friends and so it's so through that challenge and so um I called them up I was like would y'all want to do this I'm like you know and I said I don't really know what I'm doing and they're like yeah for sure so then um that's when charity came through and was like hey I have a burden for you know prayer and intercession is it okay if I do prayer rooms yeah for sure you can do that so that's how the prayer rooms came about um and then I had a wild idea of and this is where upper zoom comes in but i haven't i had a wild idea of like hey let's um pray someone through to the holy ghost that'd be so cool on a zoom call pray someone through to the holy ghost and i put out an announcement in the group chat and a girl stepped up from texas her name was jemiah and another girl um her name is rebecca she's from tennessee so we hosted that call we had a, a few of our leaders on there and we didn't know what to expect we're just like yeah she's gonna get the holy ghost but we were scared we're like bro we can't touch her and we don't even know her <laughs> I like i feel that so much you guys are, yeah oh, i don't i don't <laughs> whatever yeah Ooh, we were like okay what did we just sign up for so we got on call we're like just staring at her and we're like hey girls this is what's gonna happen and in the back of our minds we're like we hope and so we're praying with her and everything about 10 minutes passed by and she was close and we stopped her and i we just talked to her and we we're just like you know what you're so close to getting the holy ghost just take a breather and when you feel like ready to like burst, just let it go. And so we sat there in silence for two minutes. It was the quietest two minutes ever. And we're just sitting there and I'm like, what did I just start? I'm like, this is so embarrassing. And then we hear someone just break out in tongues and we all look up and we are kind of looking at each other and we realize it was Jemiah. And she got the Holy Ghost. She got it fluent too. Like the homegirl was flowing. And one of the girls, she jumped out of her seat and ripped off her headphones and started running around the room. And we just went ballistic, like, it worked. And that's where, and we just went crazy in the group chat. And then Charity was like, dang, upper room, call it the upper Zoom. And then it just stuck, like, upper Zoom, that's the one. And then later on, Rebecca got the Holy Ghost. And it just became a thing. And we're just like, you know what? Like, we need to make it an annual thing of hosting this challenge and getting more people. And then the goal this year was 250. 
and we basically hit 300. I just cut off signups because it was getting too much, but we were about to hit 300 this year. So, yeah. That is amazing. Wow. That's a lot. And then this year, I got to join. That was yes yeah it was yeah. So, it was so amazing it yes. was so amazing to get to experience that wow that, yeah, that's you, such you, a such a blessing to be able to do that yeah wow just I, I can i can only imagine what that's like i mean i know like just the tad bit just from p7 in the past and seeing how that grew yeah. but that was slow but i can mm, only imagine yeah. like you know, oh, maybe, maybe 20 friends, which when you said that, like, I was like, I'm not going to interrupt her over this. I was like, she got right. 20 friends, uh, <laughs> 20 faithful right. friends. But she, I was I like, was I, like I, I can't even count that many. That's a lot. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was like, uh, wow, that's already like huge. But like, <laughs> well, it's just like keep pushing forward in faith yeah. and people getting Absolutely. the Holy Ghost. Oh and now like, there's mm. quite a few this year too. And just seeing faith arise in people, that's just amazing. I also love what you mentioned even before the beginning of the ministry, how you mentioned like praying and fasting, not just for a purpose, purpose which it's not bad mm-hmm. that you do that, but mm-hmm. how you mentioned that like kind of like what I know we did a podcast episode a little bit about this, not fully, but we had touched on the topic of letting God's will be done and not our own. Yeah. Because sometimes we may want, for example, we may be praying for somebody to be healed of something or for a situation Mm -hmm. to change, but maybe God wants to use that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe there's just a deeper purpose that we may never figure Mm -hmm. out until we get to heaven. And he's like, hey, like, this is the reason why this thing didn't come. But God's Mm -hmm. still going to honor your faith for coming. Mm -hmm. And then also like the fasting portion, too, on top of that, like some things only are going to come out through fasting. So. That is just really amazing. Just I don't, there's not a, I don't have a lot of words for that, especially like just yeah. hearing the whole right? story too. Because like I knew it was gonna be cool, but I was like, wow. And then yeah. also, <laughs> I love so the crazy. whole thing wow. with the Holy Ghost. I was like, I, right. I was like, I can. The Holy Ghost. I, was, I don't. I was yeah. like, I don't like. I knew it's possible, but it's like, is it actually yeah, though? Like, right. that's <laughs> to crazy get to think but about, right? But it's also like I I can believe it because just the power I felt for the zooms mm. and like half the time everybody was muted like right. there's just music yeah. and it's just it like no amazing. this is like a sacred place actually mm-hmm. I, I have to i have to mention this now <laughs> it's not even on top yeah, but like um, here at central state they were they were talking about um we had a ceremony which here we changed from pirates to marauders um which is like a different type of pirate during the first week but there's a guy which all the like not everybody like there's not a whole lot of christian christian people here but this definitely raised some eyebrows but there's one of the speakers there he was talking about okay so in the book of exodus and i'm over here like oh it's about to get like powerful oh, up in here. Like, no no ma'am no that is oh. not what happened so he goes to the book of exodus and he said loose thy sandals and i was like I already knew where this was going. I was like, no, no, sir. Because, no, like, for you are on holy ground. And keep in mind, like, they had just done, like, they have this little theme song thing they do, like, this theme dance. And, like, we have some fun dances. But the main one we do, they, like, dance around and twirl their hands around. And, like, they, no! they yell the B word. They yell the B word. And they, we have just did that. Like, it's, like, it's, it's just, like, I was, like, I was, like, this is a cool place. I was, like, you can say, like, awesome. But you cannot say this is sacred grounds. And then. I know. I as a meme would say it, a meme would say it from worse to worse, sir. Uh, from, yes, it went from bad to right? worse. It went from bad to worse. Because then he was like, okay, so now in the book of Quran, and everybody's looking around like, uh, sir, like you can't go from the Bible to Quran like that. Like you literally lost half the audience. Oh, but I that's was amazing. Like, oh my God. Wow. That's insane. Confusion. Like, I was like, no, wow. no, sir. So, <laughs> anyways, I brought all that up. But, like, wow. Uh, genuinely though, I was like when the Zoom was going on, I was like, man, like I gotta stop when I'm doing this. This is a like, sacred this, place. Like, like this mm-hmm. right this here. This is a sacred place. This is this is what this is the <laughs> this real This is man. holy ground. This is right. actually <laughs> holy ground. Yeah. But I don't wow. like that just barely I don't know how that like popped up in my mind. But I was like, <laughs> I have to tell this, like just throw a little humor in there. But I was like, Wow, go. like wow. anyways, <laughs> I do wanna interject here. Mm-hmm. And ask you something as we transition topics slightly, not fully, mm-hmm. but we're going to build upon some of the stuff that we build up. 
But this next question is gonna be a fun question, but you only are gonna have Elijah, should we give her five or ten seconds to answer this? Oh, oh my uh, God. This is our first this is our first person. We'll do five seconds, and if she can't get it, then we'll let her try again with ten and see if she can get oh it. Oh my god, I'm right. scared. It's it's not that too crazy. It could be you can take this when we say this. You can take it silly, or you can be serious with it. You're not gonna have much time to think. But oh my god, <laughs> yeah. So he's gonna say it, and as soon as he's done, yep, yeah, he's gonna Amani's gonna have a countdown for you. Okay, all right. Okay. So, Sol, uh, as you know, Solomon had an encounter with God, and he was asked, "If you want anything, you'll, you you can have it." So, if you were asked by God, if you had a Solomon encounter, what would you say? Five, four, um, three. Two, one. Joy. There we go. You, Ooh, you okay. barely made it. <laughs> I, I, I was on my brother's. I was like, is she gonna make it? I was like, she thinking too Because I was like, <laughs> I, I, the original. Because I was like, we have to have a fun question we ask every podcast, right? Like, Ooh, that's kind of like. But I was that's like, it's a really, really hard question. Like, but we don't like. I was like, I don't like. I, we, I was like, I can't give him too much time because I don't want him to get all woke with it. Right. Stuff. I, was like, yeah. I, want, I was like, no. <laughs> like, what is you? What would you actually say if like you had like a like. That, that was why I put the timeline. Like in reality, right. you wouldn't. But like, I want to know like what was initially. What was the yeah. first thing to come to your mind? Why? Yeah. why joy would you or say peace? Joy. Why would you say why, joy? Why would you say joy? Especially this year, or whatever. Like this year, especially has been extremely tough. But something that I've really learned is learning how to be content or joyful in every situation. Because I, as I look back, um, especially over this year. I'm like, you know what? Not that I'm not grateful or anything like that, but even in my worst moments, there was something still good happening. God, I can still see God working, that kind of thing. And so I'm like, if I can have that, an abundance of that or a, a theme in my life, if I have joy, that means I can be content in anything that's going on, no matter what's thrown my way. Wow, that that's, kind a, of thing. that's a, that's so a yeah, really good answer. Peace. Yes, wow. and like yeah. that's amazing. The good thing about joy too is like it's not the same thing as happiness, and people might. Try that, that's because I was gonna say happiness, but I was like, wait, happiness is very conditional. Yeah, so I was like joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a fruit that's... of the spirit. You gotta have the spirit right. to have joy all the time. Because right. one thing too, like it's just like every, almost every time joy is mentioned, like it's it's mm-hmm. something that like you have during a bad time. No, like it's yeah. part of the hope of a victory yeah. and then you also have exactly. joy from a victory oh. a lot of times you get joy because of not only what you've gone through in the past but what you're going to go through and knowing the end or knowing mm-hmm. that god has the best mm-hmm. for you at the end yes. so you have joy exactly. even though you may not be the happiest right now and everything may not go your way but it's mm-hmm. like hey this is how i can still for lack of better words be happy even though i'm not happy yes because that's exactly like I have a peace. That's, mm. that's the one there you go. That's the- <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, a good, good one. Man, that's- my heart was racing, bro. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah. When, when I thought about the question, when we were like doing it, we were talking about if we should ask the question. I knew I was like, man, I am not thinking super holy right now because the first thing I thought of was like, I just want some food, like unlimited <laughs> food. I was like, I know. I'm like, man, a good thing I'm not a part of the podcast getting asked this question because I'm like, nah. I just want some food all the time. Right? I know I'm carnal. You'd be sitting there, no how. <laughs> No job. No, it's hey, unlimited food. But I got some food. You got Chick Fil A every day, <laughs> right? Yes. Okay, Chick Fil A orders. What are y'all's Chick Fil A orders? Oh shoot! Oh, that's a hard okay, one. For I me, say I, n- number two, deluxe. Yep, the spicy deluxe the every time with the mm. frozen lemonade because I didn't know oh, this frozen, existed. But that's that smart, little ice smart. cream mix, and I was like, why did I just hear about this six months ago? Like, she, I was uh, like. Game changer, and maybe if I'm feeling like really gluttonous, add some uh, mac really? and cheese. <laughs> add some, uh, you gonna, add you some mac be, and uh, cheese. I have to repent exposing for how much yourself. I ate. Oh, but, dude, I do the mac and cheese too. It's all right. You know, I'm in, hey, I'm in Bible friend, college. You know, college fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, freshman fifteen. Freshman oh, fifteen. No, but my oh, friend, dude. he does the mac and cheese. Y'all can try this. Whoever's Ooh. listening, y'all can try this too. I wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. I tell them straight up. Mm. But he does the mac and cheese, and he adds Chick Fil A sauce. Oh Jesus! Just that? That sounds so good. <laughs> oh no! I love, I love trying everything. I would okay. try. I'm willing to try I wanted anything. To try that because I know a Chick Fil A look. Because you know, Chick Fil A is kind of lit too. Because you know, like <laughs> kind of lit too. Wendy's they just got like one good Twitter. No, Chick Fil A they got multiple locations <laughs> with multiple like good Instagrams right? and stuff. Sure. But I know I, I saw I one TikTok that, or not a TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I, 
And then well, I'm not even gonna start on that. But I I saw a reel. I saw a mm-hmm. reel on Instagram, which does not belong on Instagram, by the way. Mm. But anyways, I saw a reel pop up on my feed and it was talking about how like people put chicken in there and mac and cheese Mm-mm. and all that. And I was like, well, maybe chicken and mac, but I'm like, I'm not sure. I just like, I love like that chicken the, the tangy Chick-fil-A sauce with the mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, no, so I, I don't know. And I, I wanted to try, try it, but then my friend posted about it, not like right after, but like I kind of forgot about it, but then they posted like, this was nasty, like this is a lie. Which actually, oh. you want to know, now that we're talking about Chick-fil-A real quick, let me tell you something. I did something blasphemous. Like I need to release Oh, no. You need to repent, bro. Please, Shoot. Listen. So I Taylor, about the Okay, oil, listen. Bro. Hold on, hold on. Listen. I blame Taylor Ransom for this, which I don't know why. <gasps> yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm about to talk about. Dude, okay. are you serious? So, no. Anyway, <laughs> I was livid. I was like beyond oh, no. wasted. To be fair, you shouldn't have listened to Taylor Ransom, okay? I know. And I, I, I was crying. I say this, okay, I apologize if this does not sound politically correct, but I, I, I say, so you really going to listen to a fat white dude tell you what to eat? And I was like, I mean, you, you're right, but like, I was like, this guy like fight hard for Chick-fil-A though. So it's like, there ain't no way that he going to do all this work. Y'all should have seen Lonnie's face, bro. He was so disappointed. I know. I'm just like, dude, what'd you expect, bro, though? He got a whole epiphany, bro. Listen, like, the thing is, like, it would have been more believable if it was, like, Popeyes or, like, you know, somewhere that, like, here's the thing, though. I don't even like Burger King. Like they taste like dude. Yeah, I don't even like Burger King normally. Chemicals. Yeah, that was a bad decision. But I don't know something <laughs> about this. Was just, it was it was the deception. Like he must have been used yes. as a tool of the devil. That's that how day. temptation is, bro. It's not satisfying bro. after. But it, when you yes. he made it seem so oh, good though, because wow. I was Super like, okay, mm, like, I know Burger <laughs> King is nasty. <laughs> and I know that Chick Fil A is good, and I know this man fought hard for Chick Fil A. Mm. And he said that this might be better than Chick-fil-A. And I was like, the disbelief, like, that's like somebody. But here's how bad this is, because this is like somebody telling you, like, the devil is better than God. Because you already know that's not true, but something about somebody in the church. See, this is why you can't trust everybody in the church. You got to go back to the word. Even some uh. preachers will tell you, you better go back to the word and the truth that you know is true. Because, like, they Mm, may say whatever, but you can't just take them at their word. You got to go check talks about it i believe in act 17 uh the mm. church like they they grew real quick but they did check everything with the word before Fact they just check. went with it Fact and I, I failed to do that mr mr suramani mr akins failed to do that and mr akins you know you might hear in revelation how you might hear in revelations how something like uh, I believe, I don't know if it was in Revelation or Isaiah, but like they're talking about that scroll that was like sweet to the mouth and then bitter in the stomach. And there, were, there wasn't no sweet to the mouth. Uh, it was oh, disgusting dude. from head to it toe. Was bitter, head to toe. I was like, uh, oh I can't believe I was that deceived. But yeah, <sighs> Chick fil A, like, I, I'm not going to act like Chick fil A is the very best thing out there and that might sound bad, but it is good and it, it is something to be respected, oh, but God. never stupor. <laughs> Below, like if you, it is one of the best of the fast foods, at least in chicken wise. Chick- yeah, it's I'm like you may, go you might, you might be able to fight for Popeyes, but do not stoop her down. Mm. Don't even try don't it. Do it. Don't, don't even do try it. See, see, here at this college in California, there's not, there was never a Canes close. I just found this out in Ohio. I lived like a <laughs> block away from Canes, so literally all these people are getting into the Canes that's like cut like 25 minutes away. Dude, the line was three hours long one day, and I had to wait with people because they wanted it so bad. And I'm thinking, Bro, oh y'all, this is blasphemy. Canes ain't even good. Canes well, because I was stuck in the car. I wasn't driving though, you know, so I was stuck in the car. I was so upset. Okay, first of all, they were blasphemy. That, that's a no, good question. don't go in the drive through. I went inside and waited 20 minutes. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah, we waited three why hours. Why did you wait in that? Because they were like, Shoot. it was so terrible. And then I'm sitting over here like, why are we Uh-oh. eating this? Chick fil A's literally, uh, like, I could see Chick fil A out of the Canes oh, no. drive through. I was so upset. I was like, dude, are we really about to eat the Canes? <laughs> 
No. And, like, the thing is about canes, like, it's not, like, horribly nasty, but, like, I've heard some people, like, they eat canes without the cane sauce at all, but sometimes it does taste Okay, like that's not okay. So, okay, sometimes I will say, like, sometimes they mess it up and it tastes like cottage cheese and it's like, uh, but most of the time they get it Okay, right. what canes y'all go to? Uh, okay, like okay, our 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 town didn't even do Popeyes right. Like, mm, no, we literally had to shut it down after like two months because it was so bad. Okay, it, it was, was bad. Our, so our town mess up stuff. Mm, but anyways, it's I heard true. somebody like I was like, your favorite seasoning is flour, ma'am, and you know who you are. If you're listening question. to that, I'm calling is it, you out. Is it, is it so? Is so what I know, sister? Oh, I'm I know who it is. Out. I know who it is. Stop. Well, that's, I'm gonna be honest. Everyone here is like, "Oh, I bet you think pepper is spicy." I was like, "Guys, wow, they're all judging me over here because I'm from Ohio." They're like, "You don't know what seasoning is." I said, "Hey, oh. I know what seasoning is. My mom can make food sometimes. It's good. Okay, sometimes. I love you, mom. Sometimes. I love you, mom. If you're listening, mom, I love you. But you make good. You make good food sometimes." Yeah, the other thing with canes, like their chicken shrank. Like literally, I went there the other day. Dude, that's true. And that is I so true. Like one of the pieces of chicken looked like a. Like an enlarged piece of shrimp. Like it literally wasn't even big at all. I was like, I remember oh, like they used this. to like be like chicken like fingers. Now they're like chicken toes. Like chicken I don't know toes. what happened. <laughs> that's that up, disrespectful. It's just like oh my god. Okay, but like Chick Fil A, like the other good thing is like almost no matter Chick-fil-A where you go, disappoints. it's always consistent. Yes, sir. Um, it's Come always on, good because the, the Lord, the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful come on get Thank yourself a large macaroni that's what i'm about to I'm, I'm, once this is over i'm gonna get myself a large macaroni from k um oh not can shoot bro i'm know, really gonna Chick-fil-A. go right <laughs> after this <laughs> man okay try, trying to get it back a little bit more spiritual than chick-fil-a yeah it's hard to get more spiritual than chick-fil-a like, man we just went on a whole tangent right? about food like not even right come on well comment. hey it's all my fault food. sorry okay hey, that's my so favorite just, topic just, just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesus. It's Jesus, and then food. I, I, he said recently food, close. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, no, Jesus, then food. A little, little bit there down. You but, you know, it's it's like there, we just eat there. after church, right? After, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So, sk- skipping a few questions, we have a lot of questions here, um, but um, we are going to go down and and um, this is a little bit of a, a thinking question. Um, but if you were a philosopher. What would your life philosophy be like? My life philosophy. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little hard, but life philosophy. Um, I probably won't word it correctly or all fancy or anything, but it would have to be something along the lines of trust, along the lines of understanding that God really knows best. Not necessarily he's going to control your life or anything, but if certain doors close, just leave them closed. And if certain doors are opening, don't be afraid Ooh, to walk through it. There you go. That's the one. If that doors right are there. That right there. Just leave it that's closed. That's an amazing full shoot. That was don't work answer. around trying shoot. to get it open. But if a door is opening, don't be afraid to walk through that door. Because mm, I've experienced both. See, where I know a door is. is closed and I've tried to open it myself mm. or attempt to be like, hey, God, you know, can I walk through this one? And then a, a, another door is wide open and I'm afraid to walk through like, mm, you sure got wow. da, 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 in different aspects of my life with people, mm. uh, with different opportunities, with things of that matter. Because uh, sometimes we address the um, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But when it's time to go do something, you question God, are, we, are you sure I can go do this or whatever? Like you get mm-hmm. afraid, fear, apprehension. So trusting the yeses and trusting the no. What is it about human nature that always wants to go through the closed doors but never the open ones? Like, yes, oh my word, straight facts. Like, what is like that is a that is an excellent philosophy, and it's it takes faith because and that's another thing. Like, you look at people in the world, and I think we did a podcast episode, like just the. I, I'm gonna keep I think saying it was, that. It was we, we, I, I, I would recent. just say that anytime something good. I think we did a podcast episode on that. <laughs> if not, we're going to be doing one. On so that. Yeah. Uh, but no, we we legit did one on this. But we were talking about like people in the world, like they'd be like they go wherever they want to go, do whatever they yeah. want to do, and don't end up finding happiness. You can't find mm-hmm. that, and they don't end up finding things the way they want to, even if they're rich and have things quote unquote all together. They still don't have mm-hmm. what they need. Yeah. And they're looking and they went through all these doors, did all these things without consulting God. And they're like, how did we get here? And they may even blame God, but it's like, how can you blame God for the doors that you decide to open and the doors you didn't choose to go through? 
Yes. Wow. That's like, you have to have faith. And that's why I love what you said right there. It's just like, you have to trust God on the direction. He'll give you the direction. Like, literally, if you're trusting God, the the door won't even be open half the time. Half the time, Mm -hmm. the door ain't even going to be open. Now, there's going to be certain forks in the road you might have to pray about. But some half the time, them doors aren't even going to be open in the first place. But you have to trust God. Like, hey, this this door is closed for a reason. Hey, this door is open for a reason. So yeah. you have to have faith to walk through, even though you can't see what's past it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there's that. And then also, uh, I know we've talked a lot, but would you say there's any like specific nuggets or any specific tips that you would give to help these our fellow fishers uh, to be better uh, disciples? Our fellow yeah, fishers. Yeah, for sure. Um, what I would have to say is for people to stop waiting for change and to be the change. Um, a lot of preach that (laughs) mic drop right there will come up to me and stuff and they'll compliment me. They'll be like, Oh, Annalise, this Annalise, that God's just using you and blah, blah, blah. Like, Mm. how can I be like you and stuff like that? And like, I view myself just like everybody else. And I'm like, I've made myself available to God. That's all it is. Mm. I said, it has nothing to do with. <clears throat> people I know or my position in the church as in like, you know, being a PK and stuff like that. I'm like, it really doesn't have to do with that. I was like, I, cause there was a long time where I was quote unquote, not used of God. It literally happened in personal uh, devotion mm-hmm. with God. In Matthew chapter six, it says that whatever you do in secret, God rewards openly. And people don't know what happens behind the scenes, like things that I don't, talk about or whatever or the struggles that the only people that know are my closest 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 friends i just call Mm -hmm. my girls like girls i'm going through this that and the other and Mm -hmm. they like say a video is posted or whatever they know exactly what oh y'all don't know what happened behind that video or all the craziness that took (laughs) place or this that the other or the (laughs) sacrifice and so it's like it there's no glory behind it Mm -hmm. and i just let people know god has that in you it might not look like how it looks for me but god has magnitude for you and so i would have to say i'm tired of people saying they want to be used of god they don't take the steps to do it something that Mm. i say is when people come up to me for advice and they say i'm going through this that and the other um or i don't have a hunger for god or i just am not growing and stuff i say how's your prayer life and how how um is your time reading the word of god and how often do you fast if they say i don't fast Oh, I'm kind of praying. I'm doing my best, but I can do better. Or um, I read a little bit. I say, don't talk to me no more. Go do that stuff. And then come back to me when you're done doing that. And I I know it sounds rude, but I'm going to rewrite you back to that because that's where it all begins. Now, part two of the like nuggets of wisdom and stuff is this is where I had to grow the most is the problem in recent years started to become I am with a right attitude, I am praying, I am fasting, I am reading my word, but I'm still struggling with, you know, the affairs of life. Now, what do I do? So I feel like I deal with those two groups of people, the people that are, y'all are not doing the work. So I'm just gonna, you just got to get the fire under your feet and be like, you know what, I'm gonna do this and be intentional and stop talking about it. And then the other people were, I'm a little more compassionate. I'm compassionate for both. But the other one where I show Mm. more tenderness and compassion, like, I know what you're going through of like, you're doing everything you can and then you still feel hopeless. And then sometimes yeah. this happens more so with the older generation. The older generation is like, Oh, it's because your generation is like this, that, and the other, but it's like, no, bro, I'm trying, sir, ma'am. I am trying. And stuff. it's just, I'm going through this. Please don't make me feel bad about it. Like, can I express myself comfortably without you freaking out? And so I try to be, that listening ear for those kind of people and then relate with them and not be like, I'm up here. Like I get over it. No, I'm your girl's still going through it. Like just different seasons and stuff where it happens more, but um, being able to relate to people and say, you can still do it. Like just cause you're struggling does not mean that this is the end of the world, uh, end of the world. And another thing I like to say is you're not looking for perfection. You're looking for progress. So if you see yourself, it seems like you're taking steps backwards. Sometimes you're actually going forward, even though it appears you're going backward. And so I'm not saying deliberately give into sin, deliberately do this and stuff like that or have an attitude with God. But if you are facing temptation, 
well, just because you're facing temptation doesn't mean like you have to give in. Like at least you're fighting it. And another thing I like to tell people is that if you are fighting, that's a good sign. Because if you didn't care about God, you wouldn't be fighting. You'd just be doing how you feel. And so some people get the misconception that because I'm fighting, that means I already lost. So I'm going to give up. And then they leave church and they backslide. And so I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. So those are like the three, four, five things that I would give uh, like to encourage. And I feel like it hits every aspect. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like amazing. that. And this it, it's so amazing that you say that because I feel like this is divine timing and a lot of this stuff. Because I was reading mm-hmm. about some of the stuff that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I won't read all of Second Corinthians 13. Um, but this morning, this is something that really helped me because it's like, you know, I've been praying, I've been fasting for certain desires to just go away, even though I know certain things just don't go away. Yeah. Cause t- he'll deliver you from some things, but temptation just never goes away. Yeah, the thorns like, in your flesh, that yes. kind of thing and keeps you saved. It, it just reminds me right here um, in Second Corinthians 13, um, 13, what is it? Is it 9? For we, we are glad when we are weak and ye are strong. And this also we wish, even as even your perfection. And it, it goes on all that throughout that chapter, just talking about yeah. like it, it talks a little bit about the thorn in his flesh and stuff like that. But it also talks about it's when you're weak, when you're the strongest, because if you're weak, yes. you have to have faith in God mm-hmm. to bring you through. See, people get all sorts of misconceptions when they see people because there are two different there are two different groups of people. There are false prophets, mm-hmm. plenty of them. We're acting like they got it all together. Plenty of them. Plenty of them. You don't even have to look. <laughs> you don't even have to look. They will come to you. They will walk up to oh, you. Oh, yeah. They make themselves known, bro. That's the thing. They make themselves, and they will claim yeah. that they're perfect. But mm-hmm. one, one clear sign will be a lack of humility. Um, yeah. yeah. But the other thing is, too, like, you'll see two different groups of people who are, quote, unquote, doing things. So there's yes. one, the group of prideful people who are acting like they got it all together. And then you, mm-hmm. most of the time, these people end up falling down one way or another. Yes, hard. Uh, hard. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not to say that they'll never get back up, but it's like God is going to show the light on these situations if you don't get yes. it together. Mm-hmm. But then there's the other group of people, which is everybody who does ministry, whether it be quote unquote big or small, but they're doing mm-hmm. it and it's evident. And mm-hmm. You know, people get this misconception that we have it all together. It's the fact that we don't have it all together, but we're relying yeah. on God as our source. And we're plugging in in faith. We have The only thing we have together is that we're together with God. Like, yeah. we don't necessarily have all everything lined up. We're not always in the mood to do things every day. But you have to stay mm-hmm. faithful. And <clears throat> especially when you're weak. Because when you're weak, not only can that be a testimony, but two, it's that's that's who you're relying on is God. So that is just an awesome yeah. thing. I know. I was like, wow, this is like it's so awesome because yeah. I was literally praying about some of this stuff this that's, morning. That's and this, I was like, divine timing. Watch the second episode. Okay, so one of the last things we want to ask you is mm-hmm. what is your vision, not only for your ministry, but your future? And also, what do you see yeah. going on in the kingdom of God? So I guess that's a threefold question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right as far there. as ministry, you said? Yeah, so yeah, I was as saying, far as like my personal yeah, ministry, ministry kind of like just an overall vision you see for your ministry, your life, and then also mm-hmm. for the kingdom of God as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would have to say, you know, ministry wise and everything, I'm still like I I I know what direction I'm going. I just don't know exactly what's that that's going to look like. Um, so, <clears throat> like as of right now, you know, my vision is to um, continue Upper Zoom. Um, upper zoom is something I definitely see growing. Um, next year we're going to go for 500. So if you're listening, you can be a part of that 500. Wow. Uh, that's so amazing. 500 and, oh, should I say it? Well, the year after that, so 2023 kind of have something really, really big planned. Ooh, see, I don't, be exciting. I don't, well, I mean, if they, <laughs> no, I won't say it. Well, if they made it this far, then they get to hear it. So, Ooh, I was yeah, about to say, she don't want to say it on air. Yeah. You can give us the inside <laughs> scoop. <laughs> oh, no, right. yeah, I'll say, it. I'll say it right now because if you made it this far in the episode, then it's like, wow, you endured. So, um, for a thousand people, I want to do a camp. 
a Brazilian camp. Oh. Wow, that would be amazing. That, that sounds... A fasting oh, yeah. camp. That'd be lit. That'd be crazy. That's going to be Super lit. tight. That's going to be awesome. That, I know. It's going to be fire. That's like, that's like the vision, like, mm. go for a thousand people, a fasting camp. Because on camp, you don't fast. Mm. So it'd be yeah. different. And this is going to be different districts, different... It's like a smaller NEYC kind of thing, but yeah. it's, you have mm. to be serious because you're going to be fasting during that time. It's not just going to be, oh, it's just a camp, like whatever. Mm-hmm. No, we're coming from all different parts. And wow. Wait, so yeah, this, do you amazing. put on this being in person like type thing? Oh, yeah. That'd be lit. Because also that will create <laughs> really cool, accountability. Because huh? I, 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 hey. people were talking about on the upper Zoom fast. And it's like, yeah. you know what? Like, we didn't do that good. Like, not even going to. Yes. But the thing is, like, that's the part. That's the reason why fasting is so powerful. Because you have exactly. to really deny your flesh. Absolutely. But yeah, so that's like the basic thing. But yeah, amazing. growing up or Zoom, continuing to, you know, see people filled with the whole with the Holy Ghost through that all that stuff. Um, but another thing as far as, you know, music and stuff like that, oh, I've been pushing it off, but I really want the absolute, absolute biggest goal is to release an E P. So all uh, right. my own music. That'd be awesome. So wow. I'm comfortable doing covers and stuff, but I want to release an E P. The the genre, obviously Christian, but as far as the worldwide. sound, your, your girl loves your girl loves just different types of sound and everything, so mm. something fresh, something new, just a little mix of everything, you know. Like oh I'm awesome. just, I just want to do that. So an EP, um, as far Bible quizzing, I'm in Bible quizzing. I'm a coach. This is my second year, so just growing my church's Bible quizzing team. Last year we had seven participants. Now we almost have thirty this year. So that has been crazy organizing, but but just continuing the best coach I can as possible, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, uh, What else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And um, speaking opportunities and stuff like that. This weekend, um, I'm having the privilege to speak at Centro Vida um, for their conference. And so I'm speaking this Saturday. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, for their ladies conference for a day session. So, you know, I'm super excited to have that opportunity and everything and you know if god is if it's in his will for me to speak out more and stuff um i'll take that as he gives and everything but yeah so i see the direction i'm going i don't know where i'm headed but that's like and that's the thing we don't need to know we don't need to know the exact plan we just need another direction that's all we need because god's going to establish our steps and Mm -hmm. that's part of the reason why we have to have faith but Absolutely. we just all we need is the direction. Like, hey, I'm going this way. Right. You know, we don't need yeah. to worry too much about tomorrow. It's good to plan, but yeah. make sure we're doing what Absolutely. we can do now. Like you said, mm-hmm. like yes. make sure you're at least, at the very least, praying on a daily and getting yes. in your word yeah. daily, looking yeah. for the word of God. Because like people are always like, God needs to speak to me, and sometimes He will. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll give yeah. you the verse right there, but sometimes you gotta look for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Wow. So as long as you, know, you seek God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we talked about in previous podcasts, you know, God tells us to go. And when we talked about in, in the uh, podcast where we talked about going to Deaf Ministry Conference, we talked about going. And that's all God really mm-hmm. wants from us is just to start going in the right direction. He's going to yes, move sir. us in the direction he wants us, but we just got to be willing to actually move. And and like we yes. said, go implies that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. So, yeah. I'm- yeah, that's how it needs to go, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, go. Auto- go automatically implies that you are not in the place you need to be right now. So, yes. So, I the final thing I want to do here, which I need to close this door because my brother came in. Dorm room life, awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I do want to close this podcast out in prayer um, real quick. So, um, I guess um, we can go ahead and do that. <laughs> So, Lord, I thank you for this day and thank you Mm -hmm. for everything you provided for us. But I pray, Lord, that you would just move through this and work through this. I pray, Lord, that you would let this podcast touch somebody and also for this movement to grow, Lord. We're not even that old, but I pray, Lord, that you would inspire all ages, but especially your youth. Let no man despise our youth, but to be an example of the believers, to live our life as an example of you and to let our light shine, Lord, to have faith and to continue to build 
upon the foundation. I pray, Lord, that you would let this podcast be heard by some people, not for the fact of growing the podcast, but to grow the individual that listens to it. I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to move and that you would continue to work and that you would allow this to be aid to spiritual maturity and that you would give them direction, Lord. In your holy and precious name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah, so thank you so much. This was a phenomenal episode. Of course. Thank you oh, so, so much, boy. Elijah, Monty, thank you for this opportunity. I was like, wow, I'm heck of honored and stuff. And yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity. And I'm excited what God's, you know, going to do in general. Like, you know, your guys' lives and what he's going to do in my life. Like, it's going to be awesome. And I'm praying that, you know, this inspires other people that, you know, they're capable. They don't have to wait to be older. They can do it at our ages. Yes. Do you have any final words you want to say about the podcast or anything? Um, you want to go out with a bang or funny? Go with a bang. I well, know. I end all my episodes like this. As always, God bless and much love. Yes. Yeah. Feel free to follow her. Her uh, username, I believe, is at Miss Delgado. Um, yeah, at Miss and then period Delgado. Yeah. So definitely follow her. I'm telling you she'll build your faith she, she will build your faith. <laughs> i know th- that's part of what inspired even some of the stuff that we did so yes definitely follow her and all her ministry stuff but also feel free to start your own like yeah there's no exactly. you don't need any sort of validation you don't need any materials start your ministry if, th- if you were looking for a sign this is it start your ministry this is the one. start your ministry Amen. don't be afraid about because that's the thing your passion doesn't have to be like your passion should not be in the numbers your passion should be in the ministry so if your passion is in the ministry you're not going to be worried it's the quality off it's it's only two people going to see this no because there's a purpose in that passion Mm -hmm. so if you're looking for a call go ahead and start that thank you for so much for listening to our first interview episode and i hope you have a blessed day god bless god bless